0: Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to today's Thursday edition of Morning Manor. I am Carla Kemp, your host. On behalf of us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, I wish to thank each and every one of you for joining us. For a study in God's word on this morning, we want to take this time to welcome each and every one of our new callers on this morning and welcome back to our family that joins us each and every morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Amen. We're here to command our morning this morning and to give God the first fruit of our day, which is a blessing in itself. Amen. So, before we begin, I ask that you get your pen, your pad, your Bible, amen, so you could jot down the little nuggets and the little treasures that God gives you through the morning manner on this morning, amen, and I also ask that you please go to mute by pressing the star six or the mute button on your phone keypad. We know that you may be busy in the morning getting the kids ready, cooking breakfast, you may even fall back to sleep, but not intentionally. So if you press the star mute, the star six of the mute button, we will not hear what's going on in your background, but you will hear everything that God has for you in his word on this morning. And if if you're using a wireless device or a Bluetooth or a cordless phone, anything of that magnitude, we also ask that you turn down the volume to eliminate any background, any static feedback, Amen. we've been having awesome static free mornings. That's a blessing in itself too also. So at this time, our lineup is as follows. Our word for the day will be by Apostle Rose. I'll be reading our scripture that's coming from Song of Solomon, chapter four, one through eight. And Apostle Rose will come back and break down our scripture, give us our scripture summary on this morning and also taking us to the throne room of grace. I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited because God is moving this morning. Amen. So, at this time, I'm going to call for the Apostle Rose and our word of the day. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Thank you, Minister Carla. Our word for today is Thoughtful Thursday. God's thoughts of us are pure, true, holy, and right. May our thoughts of others, as well as ourselves, reflect the shame on this thoughtful Thursday. Amen. Amen. Our scripture is coming from of Solomon, chapter 4, 1 through 8, the King James Version. And it says, Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast those eyes within thy locks, thy hair is as a flock of goats that appear from Mount Galilee, Gilead, I'm sorry. Thy teeth are like a flock of sheep that are even shorn, which came up from the washing, whereof every one bears twins, and none is barren among them. Thy lips are like a thread of scarlet, and thy speech is coming, Thy temples are like a piece of pomegranate within thy locks. Thy neck is like the tower of David, built for the armory, wherein there hang a thousand bucklers, all shields of mighty men. Two, thy two breasts are like young rolls that are twins, which feed among the lilies. Until the day break and the shadows flee away. I will get me to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of frankincense Thou art all fair, my love. There is no spot in thee. Come with me from Lebanon, my spouse. With me from Lebanon, look from the top of Amana, from the top of Sheena and Hermon, from the lion's den, from the mountains of the leopard. And these words are blessed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Minister Carla. What a wonderful, wonderful reading on today, reading from the Song of Solomon called the Song of Songs right here in this fourth chapter. It is so special, Um, and it just has rung so deeply in my soul on today. Hallelujah. Um, This particular chapter, when we look at Verses 1 uh, to 5, this is a, um, a a man's voice that we're hearing um, that is more prominent than the woman, and we're going to see tomorrow that she's going to be speaking in the last part of the response, um, but it's, it is a poem, and when we look and study this, it is said that this particular chapter, this is um, for songs. song, Actually, and, and this one that we're looking at in these first seven verses is the first of four songs. And what is this song about? It's describing um, the physical beauty. We see a lot of physical description here. and And, again, Solomon is very descriptive. <laughs> you know, he's giving praise of the woman's body. And then there's one that even praises the man. And so here in the scriptures we do see physical features. We see, you know, how um, characteristics are being shown, the characters here, that person. And in the scriptures, it describes, you know, a person's physical features in a a general way. You know, when we look at the word, we hear where David was handsome, Tamar was beautiful, Absalom was described with being handsome with long hair. And, uh, you know, and so physical beauty was not what you would say a significant uh, matter, you know, but when it came to the Song of Songs, you know, physical descriptions in this particular book, it stands out in a major way, you see, because, again, Solomon was one that looked at everything in its detail. And I, I'm loving so much about the Song of, of Songs, the Song of Solomon, because there are much that the Lord is showing me, that I hadn't really seen before. Have, the times that I've read this, the Lord is showing me different things here that is powerful, and it's really ministering to my spirit, to my very soul. And so when we look, you know, uh, back even in the first chapter, the woman was unveiled. Uh, it talks about how she had been exposed to the sun. She, she really was talking a little bit down upon herself because of her skin being black you know, her complexion. But in this particular poem, um, she's more refined. And so the poet is unfolding a sophisticated description even of her body. You know, this is the same woman that was talked about, that she was speaking of herself. He's talking about this woman. And so we're giving where in Chapter 1 there was a self-description Uh, You know, and, and again, in her own eyes, she didn't really see herself as beautiful, but yet she accepted herself as lovely. I'm telling you, if we would, you know, especially for us as women, if we would learn to accept ourselves being who Christ, who the Lord has created us to be, wonderful, beautiful, you see. And so there is a modesty that she shows when describing herself. And it even came out in Chapter 2. She described herself as a common flower. But here now, we've got a perspective not from her point of view, but from her lover's point of view. See, he sees her differently than she sees herself, you know. He's not engaged in an attempt at, at trying to seduce her, but he is showing her an expression of how much he appreciates her. And then later, there is that mutual appreciation that she shares about him. And so when we look at verses 1 and 2, we see this particular man. Here it is, that lover. He is so observant. He's describing the love of his life. You know what I mean? He, well, I'm talking about describing her from her eyeball to her breast. I mean, it's something else. You know, he gives some strong images. You know, there are some strong feelings that is here. And so he talks about... Her eyes being as dove. This is very, this is sort of identical. If you remember when we were talking about in chapter one, so her eyes. When you think about the dove, you know it's fluttering like in a, a, a romantic way. You know she had those dove eyes. And he talked about her hair. You know this is. It, he said it's like the flock of goats descending from Mount Gilead. You know her her hair was long. It was flowing loosely. You know that it went down her back. You know, it was gracefully flowing, and then he talked about her teeth. I mean, it's something else. He, I mean, her teeth to him when he showed it, described. It, he said it was like a flock of sheep just shown, you know, coming up from the washing. See, her her teeth reminded him of the whiteness of, of sheep that had just been newly sheared. And then that second part, you know, here in verse two, you know, it says each has his twin; not one of them is alone. You know, everyone bears twin, none is barren among them. So in other words, he's talking about the teeth. They're evenly matched. You know, sometimes we don't even look at that, you know, talking how, how the teeth, you know, there are no missing teeth. Everything is matching top and bottom. You know, now folks they got some false they got their they got their false teeth, so they they don't have any missing either. I mean it's pretty and white. But here he's talking about her natural teeth. Her beauty is being defined uh, uh, in such a great way. And in different cultures, depending on what part of the world you are, there are some cultures that see such a beauty uh, with that woman's teeth when it's white, when it's uniform. And there is a lot of advertising we see on TV, you know, about uh, uh, tooth polish and People are constantly going to buy the the machines to get their teeth to look nice. It's it's something different when you see the whiteness of one's teeth. And so back then in that day, it's strange they would be talking about this because, you know, we think about it. They don't have what we have today. where we got dental works clinics and all kinds of clinics all over the place. But back then in that day, we can't really imagine them having those types of centers. But then in verse 3, we look at how the man is continuing to give a description. He's talking about her face. He's talking about her lips. He's talking about her mouth. You know, he says the pomegranate was a, a pleasingly red color. You know, that, that's what the color of a pomegranate is when you go and buy in the grocery store or see in magazines. It's it's around. You know, it's red. It's pomegranate. I have bought several, you know, because I love pomegranate, and it's sweet to the taste. And so her temples or her cheeks, they're compared to the fruit. See, not only do her cheeks have color, but they are round like that pomegranate. They're not sunken in. And so when you think about this, you can tell that this is a woman who's well fed. She's in good health. See. And then in verse four, uh, from her face, the lover now, he's moving down to her neck. He's describing her as being like the tower of David. She is built with elegance. Ma. My, my, my. And let me just say, that when looking at this, I don't see where the emphasis is so much on the physical appearance as it is on her value. See, she's strong. This is a dignified one, you see. And and in this particular verse, we see some military uh, language here. There's a military image, and it's portraying her beauty. When I think of the military, you know, military men and women, everything about them is perfect you know, from their uniform being perfectly ironed and starched and shoes nice and cleaned and buffed, and belt buckled clean and shiny, everything, you know, it's wonderful. It's, the cap is just perfect. The crease got to be just right. And so here, this woman here is, is, is being shown using military images. See, on her neck, it says, hangs a thousand bucklers or shields You know, all of them shields of warriors, these are weapons that are are hanging on the tower. You know what, when you think about that, that's for protection. See, she's a fortified city. And so the man here, uh, it may be implying that uh, her overwhelming beauty, let me just say, it it intimidates him. You know, how could he or anyone else for that matter uh, tend to approach her? And I'm going to say that, it, you know, it is a reality, if we be honest, that a strong woman who knows who she is, what she wants, you know, uh, she's, you know, strongly against what she don't want. She's ambitious, that woman that is heading in an upward mode. Uh, I'm sorry, but a lot of times she does intimidate men. You know, it's sad, but it's true. And I remember um, going with my pastor. He had asked me and invited me to go with him to bless. Uh, one of our uh, evangelists that she was buying a new home. Uh she was a single single mother. Her child was grown and um the Lord had blessed her. She had a good job. And uh moving into a beautiful, absolutely gorgeous home there in Miami. And uh and when I went to with him, her home was just unbelievable. You know, it was plush with all the bells and the whistles and one of the finest neighborhoods. And so she always, even when you looked at her, when she would walk inside of the church, if she wasn't out ministering, and even when she went out, she represented herself as a true queen. She really did. She she just was beautiful inside and outward. And so I remember <laughs> my pastor actually told her, he said, you, you might not, no man might not come up to you. You know, you might not end up married again. And, uh, you know, because of all that you got, this is what he said. He said, he literally told us that man would be uh, intimidated, you know, thinking that that you don't need him, that she didn't need him because of what she had already been able to accomplish. And when those words came out of his mouth, my mouth dropped. I mean, I I had one of them stupefied looks on my face, and and you know the word came out what, <laughs> you know, and so Solomon here is actually expressing this. I mean, Solomon is on it. You hear? He is on it. Um, And then when we look at verse 5, there is a reference here to the woman's breath. Uh, Again, this is why it's hard for sometimes uh, ministers of the gospel and and preachers to talk about uh, and to teach from this particular book because, again, it's, you know, it's graphic. And and it's hard for them to come out and to speak about this thing. But this is real-life stuff here. And so when you think about the woman's breast, this is indicating intimacy. Her breasts are compared to twin fawns of a gazelle, you know, those that are browsing among the lilies, verse 5 tells See, gazelles, when you think about they, and, and when you look at them, especially for those of us that love National Geographic or, or animals, the Animal Channel uh, or going to the zoo and looking at animals, they are known for their beauty. They are very graceful. And so the use of twin here is describing the evenness of her breasts. Not one is a different size. They are even. They, they are compared to fawn. So when you think about the fawn, you know, that fawn is, is young. So, so her breasts are perhaps petite, but yet they're equal in size. This is what he's describing here. And then in verse 6 and 7, and this is from the, the, the natural side, we're going to look quickly at the spiritual side. But here, verses 6 and 7, you know, it, it concludes this particular poem that's descriptive, and it brings us back to the very beginning, you know, talking about her fairness. You know, he, he talks, the poet is talking about in verse 6, the mountain of myrrh and the heel of frankincense. This is talking about her body. Sensuality is actually being described here. See, myrrh was a a type, and even to this day, people still use myrrh as a type of aphrodisiac. It gives off a a, a, a stimulating, a sexual aroma. And so it talks about how, you know, Valois fair. See, he's praising her. He's praising his lover. There is no spot that is in her. In other words, she's beautiful. He's saying, boo, you know, you all that and some." There ain't no flaw in you. I don't see nothing wrong with you. Everything about you is beautiful. And, you know, for one that loves you in the natural, when that husband loves his wife, when he sees her, you know, even those that are in that dating, they're in a committed relationship, there is something about even when we got our flaws, even when we got, you know, we're not so beautiful. We got the belly. We got the big arms. You know, we, we got spots on our faces. We we don't necessarily have the long hair. Uh, but no matter, in the eye of that lover, in the eye of that husband, that woman is the most beautiful person to him. He can see all the rest of them, but it's none like her. He finds no fault in them. And verse 8 is a, a dialogue now. After all of this description. Now there's a conversation, see? And here is the man speaking. He's speaking most of the time here. And so he opens up, you know, he's referring to her as his spouse. This is his, who he considers his bride. And so, again, this is representing a committed relationship. These ain't people that just fly by night. I'm going to date this one today and I'm going to see that one tomorrow. I already got got her on my schedule for next week, next month. And, uh, you know, I'm going out with Sally Lou on the other side of town. You know, no, this is a committed relationship. This is a one-on-one thing here. And so the poet is even speaks of Lebanon. Lebanon is that uh, a name, it's a, it's a mountain range. You know, it's running along and doing history study uh, along the coast of North Israel. And then I love it because he's also talking about, the poet describes other mountains in this particular range. He's talking about Amana, Shinar, and even Hermes. I remember having a study during my bachelor's of theology, the letters of Amana, you know, and so these are a mountainous area. And then those mountains, when you think about, they are signifying something. They're signifying a distance. Here it is, a woman that was uh, not easily accessible, see. It, it even described uh, the animals that inhabited the region talked about the lion's dens and the, the mountains of the leopards. That that gives highlights that this. she was very remote, you see, the remoteness of her. She was in a place that was inaccessible. And so there was a uniqueness about this woman. But there was great success about her. And so it intimidates the man. See, he, he can't force himself on her. He can only enter into a relationship at her invitation that's the relationship, you know, that they strive for. But it's not easy to obtain. It's not an easy come, easy go type of thing, you know. It ain't no fly by night. You know, it ain't no quick thing. I see you today. I lay with you this afternoon. No, this thing, there was work here. There was respect. There was commitment. And there was mutual consent. And I'm going to say that after reading These particular verses, just seeing on the outside, I had to take a silah moment. I really did. And for those of you that's probably reading this, you know, you're probably looking at this also like, wow, this is heavy. You know, this thing is deep. See, it's a poetry, it's a song, and it requires that the lover takes time to appreciate the beauty of the one he loves. I tell you, I see so much of this that needs to be taught again in singles ministry, as well as in couples retreat, marriage retreat. See, love is not something that two lovers can rush into. There ain't no place for impatience. And, and there's no immediate gratification here. It takes time. There was a song, I can't think of the, the writer or the singer, but it's the song he said, um, and I had his name on the tip of my tongue, but it said, Take Time to Know It. Here it is where there, there has to be patience. And so when we look on the spiritual side, we see everything about Jesus, you know, having a spouse's church to himself. You know, we are the church. We are his bride. You see, we are his spouse. And and you know what? He is highly commending uh, uh, his church, you know, commending her for her beauty. He, he invites her with, with him from the mountains, you see. And there is so much that you can look at when it comes to church of uh, uh, Jesus Christ and how he see the beauty of the church, the soul in whom the image of God is, has been renewed. There is that beauty of holiness. And, you know, there is no one. Man is very fickle. But God is the one who is the competent judge of what real beauty is. They can have all the beauty contests they want to have, you know. But God really sees the true beauty. That judgment is according to the truth of his words. See, he says, behold, thou art fair. And it's a wonderful thing that we that honor Jesus, you know what? He's going to honor us. He doesn't flatter us. You know, he doesn't tell us things like sometimes a, a man will tell a person something and all of a sudden we, we get filled up full of pride. But, but Jesus is not like that. He doesn't give us words to make us prideful, you know. But he gives us the word that we need to hear. That's why we get in his word, so that his word will encourage us even when we feel like a reject, you know. His word gives us words of comfort to teach us what's of value about ourselves, to see the comeliness of grace that he has placed within us. See, he tells us words that, that tells us how much he thinks of us. You know, and and what it does is it invites others to think well of us too. See, when others began to see Christ within the inside of us, they began to think, oh, how beautiful he is, how beautiful she is. See, we are his love. He loves us. We are his beloved, and he is ours. And so to him, we are faith. All the beauty of of God's children, of his people of the saints, it comes from the Lord. It ain't got nothing to do with how much Maybelline. Thank God, so familiar with Maybelline. But it don't have nothing to do with that. It has to do with the inward part of the heart. See? And there, those uh, um, descriptions, those particulars that was talked about, it shows the manifold grace, you know, that God has placed. See? It talks about the church. And when it, you see seven uh, particulars, and, you know, seven represents perfection. Again, one, it dealt with the eye, you know, that humble heart, you know, inoffensive. It talks about uh, uh, the, the hair. See, Christ puts a value even upon that in the church, in the believers. See, the very hairs of our head, you know, are even nothing. Hallelujah. Even Mary Magdalene, when you think about her, what did she do? She used her hair to wipe the feet of Jesus with it. So hair has its significance. And then number three talked about the teeth. The ministers are the church's teeth. They chew the meat for the babes in Christ. See, they're compared to the flock of sheep. Oh, my goodness. And then we think about her lips. Number four, that's compared to to a thread of scarlet red lips. It's, It's a sign of health. Because when you lift the pail, a lot of times it might show that there's some weakness, might be having some cold, there's something going on on the inside. You see? And so the speech, she said, is even comely. Our speech should be that that is with grace. We have good speech. We Our words are used to edify, to build up. Our words are used to give God praise. Our lips speaks out the praises of God in our mouth makes confession of him to salvation all of our works should be good our words should be that that's been washed in the blood died like that scarlet thread because that's when our words being are acceptable unto the lord and then our temples number five the cheap they being compared to that pomegranate that fruit you know we see it cut, and when it's cut in two, there are little, uh, uh, little, like, little veins, or little specks that's in it. That's like the blush in your face. See, being humble, being modest, you know, blushing, lifting the face before God. We we blush at the remembrance of certain things, you see. And so here we even see when it talks about the, 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 the blushes of Christ's bride, it's within her locks, you know. We see modesty. That covered. There's that tender walk. Everything about us has to be righteous. And then number six, we see her neck is compared to the tower of David there in verse four. This is uh, this is that grace of faith. You know, it's, it's you that uniting with Jesus. The body is united to the head. You know, by the neck this, again that tower of David. And then the furnishing, you know, it furnishes us with, with weapons of war, the bucklers, the shield, the, the soldiers have been supplied with these. You see, we see the, the shield of faith, even that Ephesians talk about. God encompasses us, you know, with, with that shield. He even gives us favor. And so this neck is, is like that cow is straight, is strong. A believer in Jesus Christ can go on his way, working with courage, You don't have to have your head hanging down low. Why? Because when we look over in Hebrews chapter 11, we see where the shields of of mighty men and, and women of faith have been hung. Here we see the believers. We see the trophies of their victories that they won. My, my, my. And then number seven, again, the breath. When we look at breath, I want you to look at not just from the natural point, Look at the spiritual point of view here. We can see that breast can represent either the new the New Testament and the Old Testament, the two testaments. The breast can represent the sacrament, the bread, and the wine. Hallelujah. The breast can represent the ministers of the gospel who are the spiritual nurses to the children of God. They're given to them that that sincere milk of the word. Hallelujah. The breast of the believer. That's the love that we have for Jesus Christ. Just like, you know, that, that husband that has an affection for his wife. It says that she said to be to him like a loving hind in a pleasant room because her breath satisfies him at all times. Everything that we do, we are to satisfy our lover, our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then as we finally look at this, the bridegroom, Guess what? He retires. He goes to the mountain of mercy. He makes that, you know, his place of residence. That mountain, you know, to signify a a Mount Moriah. You know, as we look and and we study and we dig deep into various resources, you know, hear that incense that was daily burned in the temple to honor God. See, Christ was so pleased with the beauty of his church. But guess what? He chose this to be his rest forever. There he wants to dwell to the daybreak and the shadows flee away. Christ gave a promise. Even as he was ascending up to his disciples, he told them, you know, and because they were representatives of the church, he says, Lord, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world, my God. And then as we look at that holy heel. You know, this is called both the mountain of myrrh, which is bitter, and the hill of frankincense. This is sweet. Because, see, we have, even in our day that we live in today, we both cry and we rejoice. We do both. Repentance is a bittersweet. But guess what? In heaven, it's going to be like frankincense with no myrrh. (laughs) Hallelujah. And so we thank the Lord, you know, that, that prayer. Is even compared to incense this morning as we pray. See, Christ meets his praying people. When we stand in the gap on behalf of others, he's there in the midst. He's opening up doors and he's making way. And so we see a repeated word of the beauty of the spouse that is to the bridegroom. Thou art fair, my love. There ain't no face, ain't no name, like having on the name of Jesus. And when we become new, everything is new. We become a new person, a new creature, a new nature. There ain't no spot, nothing. Because, see, the church, when Christ, he's going to present it to himself, a glorious church. And we're going to be without spot and without wrinkle. And so in closing this morning, you know, the words of Christ is ringing on the inside of my very soul. His words that he has given us, his church. He has given great esteem to the church today. He shows such an affection for us on today, and his opinion about us is that we are beautiful. Hallelujah! We have been created in the workmanship of his hand. Everything about us is excellent. Everything that he had ever desired of his delight is within us, his church, his bride. And so the saying that we pray. That men would love their wives. That's why the Bible tells them to love your wife as Christ has loved the church. If we can really see that and share that and show that, I'm telling you, I believe there would be more love in marriages. There would be so much passion going on. The people could barely wait to leave. They come in church rejoicing, holding hand. Leave out rejoicing, hold still, holding hand. Why? Because Christ takes pleasure in us. Hallelujah. We are to be spotless, having no fault. Amen. Hallelujah. I pray that you have been blessed by these words that have been shared on this morning, that you will continue to meditate upon them on today. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Well, at this time, um, we are going to, to open up for a time of prayer on this wonderful, wonderful day. And so if you have a prayer request, please go ahead and unmute your phone line and give those prayer requests now. Amen. Amen. Are there any prayer requests? Mm-hmm. Yes. I have a prayer request. I have a prayer request for a young man by the name of, of Kenan. Uh Keenan. Yes. He needs okay. healing in his body. He's what now? Healing in his body. Okay, healing. Okay. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: We will pray. Amen. And also pray for the joy in the heart of the saints. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Minister Carla. We will pray. Amen. Are there any other prayer requests this morning? Amen, amen. Well, if there are no other prayer requests on today, hallelujah, and if all hearts and minds are clear, uh, I'm going to ask just a moment um, for you, if you would, to just join with me in a time of prayer. Let's join our faith together as we see God move on behalf of his people on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my King. In what you hear, let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah, we glorify you this morning, oh, God. We thank you for this wonderful, wonderful day, oh, God, that you have made. We rejoice in this day. We're exceedingly glad in this day, oh, God. Oh, Father, we come right now, oh, God, with a heart full of praise. We thank you today, God. Our mouth is full of praise. We are rejoicing today that you've allowed us to live, that you've allowed us to see a new day, that you've allowed us to see a new dawning, that you've allowed us to wake up with a day full of new grace, full of new mercy. We thank you today, oh God, for the activities of our limbs. We're able to walk, to talk, to see, to hear, to smell. Today, oh God, we thank you because we recognize that in you we live, in you we move, and in you we do have our being. And so, Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor for allowing us to be here today on this broadcast to be able to dial in, to be able to uh, bring and mingle our voices together with your people, with your church on today. And so, Father, this morning we ask right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you search our hearts. If there is anything that is in us, whatever we have said, any way that we have acted, anything that we have done that is contrary to your perfect plan for our lives, for your will, and anything that we've done against your will, Father, we ask that you'll forgive us now. We repent today. Father, we bow at your feet this morning, and we ask that you would forgive us of all of our sins. Forgive us of every sin of unrighteousness, every sin of commission, every sin of omission. Forgive us, oh God, on this day, creating us a clean heart, renewing us a right spirit. Take not your Holy Spirit away from us, O God. Father, we thank you. We thank you today. If we had 10,000 tongues, we still couldn't praise you enough for all that you have already done. If you do nothing else, God, we thank you because you've already done enough. Father, we bless your name. We bless your name. It's a wonderful name. And we thank you for giving us the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That name being a strong tower, we can run to it. We can find safety in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we thank you this morning. Now, Father, we thank you today. We thank you for every person that is represented here this morning on this broadcast. We thank you for the families that are represented here on today, the families that come morning after morning, day after day, week after week. God, we praise you. We don't take it granted. Oh, God, many have come, many have gone, many have left. but we thank you for those that remain even unto today. And so, Father, we ask that you would bless every household that is here. Father, you know what they stand in need of. You know where their needs are on today. And so I ask that you would be their provider, that you would open up the windows and the doors, that you will open up every portal on their behalf and allow the doors, the floodgates to be opened and pour out blessings upon them, overtake them in blessings beyond measure. God, we thank you for healing that is needful. The request that wasn't even made known, you know the need today. And so heal today, oh God, those that are standing in the gap on behalf of their loved ones, on behalf of their church, on behalf of their pastors, on behalf of their spiritual mothers, we thank you today for them. Father, we thank you this morning for mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and aunts and uncles and grandparents, great-grandparents. We thank you for foster families, adopted families, blended families today. We thank you right now, oh God, for every family member, for our children today, sons and daughters. We thank you for them on today. Nieces and nephews, we thank you for them today. We thank you for our co-workers, our co We thank you for every apostle, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. We thank you for the bishops and the elders. We thank you right now, oh God, for the deacons, the deaconess. We thank you right now, oh God, for the, the workers, the ministries of help, those that do the work behind the scenes. We thank you for them that toil and labor long and hard doing what others don't even see that they're doing. Dist- We thank you for the intercessors that rise up early, those that pray all day, those that are on their knees at midnight, those that arise early in the morning forsaking their own selves but standing in the gap on behalf of others. God, we praise you for them on this morning. Father, we thank you for our elderly parents. For those that are elderly, those that have lived, those that are aged, oh God, that have shown us the way, that have poured wisdom on the inside of us, we give you praise, glory, and honor for them today. We thank you right now for those who cover us every single day. We thank you right now, oh God, hallelujah. We don't take anything for granted. This morning, we recognize that life is so precious. We're here today and can be gone today. And so, Father, We thank you for life, hallelujah, abundant life. And, Father, this morning we lift up the Shark family. We ask that you would bless this family that have lost a mighty soldier, a marvelous warrior, one that interceded and prayed for your people day by day. We thank you, Lord, that she is now in your arms. We thank you that she is resting in your bosom. And we ask right now that you would cover that family, the entire Shark family and that you would comfort the heart of her husband, comfort the heart of her son. Bless those that are there in the military, oh, God, and help them to stay alert while they're preparing to come home to bury their mother. And, God, we ask that you would bless, hallelujah, every family member, every individual that is preparing to bury loved ones Um, this week, oh, God, those that have been preparing even on today, hallelujah. Father, we ask that you would bless those that are just going through low time, having a low-tide season. Hallelujah. God, we ask that you would strengthen them, knowing that holiday time can be its a beautiful time of the year, but it also can be a very lonely time, a very depressive time. And so, Father, we ask right now that you would comfort the hearts of your people. We ask that your angels would be camped around about them, that you would replace that sore part of their heart with your joy unspeakable. Be the joy that they need that will give them strength to get through. These times that they're having their valley experience allow them to experience the lily, you, that lily in the valley. God, we bless your name. Father, I thank you for all of the marriages that are represented here on today. I thank you for evangelists, God. I thank you for Pastor Baker. I thank you, oh, God, for all of those that are married, those of us that are preparing for marriage. I thank you right now for holy marriages, godly marriages, and even marriages that may be on the rock. Oh, God, you are able to be the love and to be the glue that will hold them together. Father, I ask that a floodgate of love will come in the midst of every home, and that you will just shower upon them your love and that you will ignite love. Love and passion between every husband and wife, that you will be in the midst of every committed relationship, that they will see you first, and we will see you, oh God, and that you will be the first in our lives. Father, we thank you today for every single man, every single woman, oh God, that they will look to you. You be their lover, their husband, their wife, their spouse, their companion, their best, Friend, oh God, until you send the one, if so be it, oh God, in your will and their desire to marry, God, help them to hold out, to hold on, and to wait, oh God, upon you. And so we thank you today. We praise you today, oh God, for every godly relationship, and we ask right now that you remove the hindrances, remove the blockages, remove, oh God, everything that will come in to destroy right relationships. remove, oh God, behaviors that will cause things that were good to not be good. We ask right now that you would be in the midst. Father, I thank you right now, even for Gail Thomas, oh God, we ask that you would bless her today. Hallelujah, we ask that you would strengthen her to continue to write as she is an author of children's books. Father, we ask that you will continue to let her be a lighthouse, to continue to bless her, O oh God, to touch the hearts and the minds of children. Often we cannot reach the adults because of the stubbornness and the stiff neck. We God, we just ask that you would bless, oh God, those that are called to be writers, that they will write, touch the mountain the multitudes of the children that will grow into being into the adults that they need to be and so we thank you for writers on today. We thank you right now for Brother Thomas. We that you'll continue to strengthen him, continue to strengthen his body, continue to keep him whole, oh, God, until you see fit to call him home. Oh God, we thank you right now for your peace that surpasses all of his understanding. We allow, ask that you allow peace to flood his very strength. We thank you for him. We thank you for every person today that suffers with some type of breathing difficulty. Those that are on oxygen, those that have a COPD, lung disease, those that are dealing, that have breathing passage problems. Right now, we ask that you would open up the passageways, oh God, today. Allow them to be able to breathe clearly. Oh God. Father, we ask that you would touch every individual that is afflicted with some form of sickness, some type of infirmity some form of disease today. God, we ask that you would touch men and women all across this land from the top of their head to the very soles of their feet. You are the healer today, and so we call on you today, oh, God, to move throughout the entire body, move throughout every muscle, every joint, every tendon, every blood vessel. Move today, oh, God. Hallelujah. We ask that you would move throughout every joint today, oh, God, every organ within the body. We ask that you would move. Father, we thank you that you are the healer, and we call on you. Father, we ask that faith will be activated today, that your People will touch the hem of your garment and know that as they touch, oh, God, that virtue, hallelujah, will move, oh, God, that will cause them to arrive and say they are healed. Oh, God, we bless your name today. We thank you for testimonies that shall come forth. Oh, God, of the praises of your people. Hallelujah about healing. Now, Father, we ask that you would bless all of our military men. We ask that you would bless all of our military women, all of those that are in uniform, all of our elderly, all of our seniors today, those that are in nursing homes. Oh, God, we ask that you would touch. Father, we ask right now that you would touch right now even where Brother Kenan is right in that room today. Father, we ask that you would move throughout the room. Lord, let your light shine in that room. God, we thank you. We thank you right now that you came, oh God, to bring forth healing. Healing in the body and healing in the mind. And so, Father, we thank you for a divine moving and a divine shaking that shall take place. We thank you for Minister Carla, who will be able to come back to give a praise report of Keenan being healed, of Keenan being touched, of Keenan being delivered and set free. We thank you for her heart today. We thank you for her household. We thank you for Mother Kemp. We thank you for her sister today. We thank you for a, a tight-knit family on today. We thank you for their heart, oh God, that is united, their heart and their passion that is all about you. We thank you that as they run and as they pant after you, you are right there to see to their very need. And so, Father, we thank you for this wonderful family. Father, we ask that you'll continue to bless your people with joy unspeakable. Bless, oh God, and we thank you because we know that the joy of the Lord, it is our strength. The joy that you give us, it gives us strength to go from day to day. And so, Father, we ask that you would bless your people with joy. Father, we thank you, right? now, oh, God, for Evangelist Scott. We thank you for her heart. We thank you for her passion. We thank you for her ministry. We thank you for her business. We thank you for her church, oh, God. We Thank you right now, hallelujah, for Ministry for Salvation and Deliverance Church there in New York. We thank you that they are a lighthouse, they are a beacon of hope. We thank you, oh God, that they are shining bright, oh God, that they are not here. And we thank you for men and for women, for children, for families that are coming in, receiving your word, being delivered, being sent back out to go forth and to win souls for Christ. And so, Father, we thank you for her pastors. We thank you for her leaders. We thank you for her spirit your parents. We thank you for for the kings and for the Gertens. We thank you for Mother Garnett. We thank you right now for her friends right now on today. And, Father, we ask that you would bless even those that are in her life, those special friends that are there in her life, oh, God. We thank you right now for all of her family, her husband. We thank you for continued healing in his body. We thank you for Janiah today, oh, God. We thank you right now for every person that comes in her life, those that have poured in her life, oh, God. Mother, Father, we thank you today, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus for Steve. We thank you, oh God, for all of her aunts today. God, we ask that you would move in their life, that you would move, oh God, even in evangelist life, oh God, as she continues to spread the gospel, to continue to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, Father, we thank you right now for the Bakers. We thank you right now for her sons, Pastor Baker's sons, that are away, those that are in military today, God. Keep them safe during this. holiday season. Bless Pastor Baker and her husband today, oh God, there on the seas. Father, keep them safe right now, oh God, until they return back home. Continue to bless all of our mothers, Mother Bridges, Mother Blackwell, Mother Baker, oh God, Mother Kemp, oh God, Mother Banks today. Father, we ask that you will bless the entire Banks family on this morning, oh God. We ask that you will continue to bless Apostle Marlene. Continue to bless Brother Joe Brown, brother john brown continue to bless oh god all of those that are in our lives oh god continue to touch every household today bless those that are behind prison walls touch those that are struggling financially somebody just lost a job somebody just got a pink slip in the midst of a high holiday season and so father we ask that you would meet their needs oh god let them not panic let them not fret but help them to trust in you knowing that you're going to supply their needs that you're going to make a way for them, that you're going to make the crooked way straight and that you've got a better job in store for them. And so, Father, we thank you that you're calling creative ideas, witty inventions to take place in the lives of your people. God, we bless your name today. We bless your name today, oh God, for doing what only you can do in the lives of your people. Now, Father, we ask that you would touch every soul that does not know you in the pardon of their sin. God, help us to be ambassadors that will go out to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, that we will not be ashamed of the gospel, hallelujah, but that we will share wisdom, we will share knowledge, we will share the hope of salvation to all of those in whom we meet on a day-to-day basis. And so, Father, we thank you today. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we come against every obstacle that will come in the lives of your people. We come against every hindrance right now in Jesus' name. We come against every wolf that is dressed up in sheep's clothing. We come against every unclean spirit. We come against every witch and every warlock right now in the name of Jesus. We bind up everything that is not of you, and we release today love, we release today power. We release today a sound mind. We release today salvation. We release today joy. Hallelujah. And we thank you today for these, your people. Now, Father, we ask that you will strengthen us, that we'll continue to do all that you have told us to do. We pray that this has been what you have told us to pray for on today. And if there's anything that we fail to pray for, Lord, we ask that you fail not to grant it. We thank you today. For all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you're about to do, we ask that you would feel this prayer that's above, uh, uh, in, in the name that's above every name. For so it's in the name of Jesus Christ, we do pray, and we say amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we just come before you. Thank you, Father God, for your humble service. Father, we thank you as she poured out on our behalf on this morning. Father, we thank you for her this morning, for we do not take her for granted, Father. Father, we ask that you just meet her very needs on this morning and her heart's desires. Father, we ask that you strengthen her, that you refill her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Father. Father, we just ask today that you. Open up some doors in her life, Father God, that no man can open. And shut those doors that no man can shut, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask for divine favor in our life on today, Father God, in Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 I'm so excited. It is praise report time. Amen. So if you have a praise report or a testimony or a song or a scripture, anything God has laid on your heart, now it's time to come forth. Amen. 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 Well, I have a praise report. Amen. I'm just so thankful that we traveled uh, on yesterday and uh, with my brother and uh, was able to get him here to South Carolina Amen. He was very tired, um, but we thank God that we were able to make it here. And uh, it's just such a blessing, such a blessing to be able to spend um, this time with him. I just give God the praise, the glory, and honor for the opportunity and for the people that we have met so far. I'm telling you, it's just amazing, God's favor, God's grace um, that he gives us. And so we thank God that we didn't meet any accidents. We were able uh, to come through on um, yesterday, coming through Lumberton, North Carolina, and Fayetteville, my heart was just so um, broken a bit at looking still at the devastation that is taking place after all this time still much devastation, still areas that are blocked off streets that are still torn up and uh, places right there, at senior center, you know, senior citizen centers. Or, you know, we knew it could have taken even that those entire buildings down. But we just thank and praise the Lord for allowing us to get through and to see those types of things. And it just caused us to have a heart more of gratefulness you know, and a heart of passion uh, for others that are without. And so we do thank and praise the Lord. That's my praise report on today. It is truly a heart of thankfulness, being thoughtful of what God has done for us. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. I just give God the glory for another day. I just thank him for waking me up so in my right mind. I thank him for starting me on my way. God, he is just so gracious and so merciful. I just thank him because it's a blessing in itself. I mean, God is just so good. And I just give him thanks on this morning because he didn't have to do it for us, but he deemed us worthy for another day. And all I can say is, won't God do it? Yes, he will. (laughs) <laughs> That's my testimony on this morning. Amen. Man. Well, I got a little um little testimony. I got so much to thank the Lord for. I got so much to thank the Lord for. When I look around and see what the Lord has done for me, I got so much to thank the Lord for. I have so much to thank the Lord for. I have so much to thank the Lord for. When I look around and see what the Lord has done for me, I have so much to thank the Lord for. So we thank and praise God for his grace and his mercy. And I thank and praise God because he's just a wonderful God. I love him for all my heart, my mind, and my soul. I thank and praise God because he just thinks about little old me and I thank and praise him because he just look over my family my loved ones and I thank and praise God cuz he's a he is a prayer answering God um, I was looking for some displays um they they are very hard to come by um and I said Lord um I need these uh displays uh for um, my store um would they are um they like um, they're like how can I say that glass displays, but they're very very hard to come by. And the ones that um, that you do see, they're very expensive. Uh, some of them are going for like three, four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, and they're ex- extremely uh, um, expensive. Um, so I, I just waited around, I prayed, and I knew how many I needed. I said, well, I need about six. The seven of these displays. Now, I did find a young lady in California. Um, she said that she was able to um, send me uh, uh, about six of her displays, but I would have to pay for the shipping and handling. So when I found out uh, how much it cost, uh, they said it was going to be about $5,000 to ship those from California to here. And I knew I wasn't going to um, – I mean, the uh, – that that was this very much expensive. I was like, I know what I can't do that. So um, all right. So time went past. Um, I uh, there was. Um, I just looked online, and um, matter of fact, my, let me let me just go back a few. I had a young man, somebody that owns a store here in Westchester County, and I said, you know what, you have these in your store. I said, well, what I would like you to do. If you have somebody um, that uh, where you got your displays from, uh, please give me um, the information or uh, go on my behalf and see if you can get me a few displays. He says, well, I'll tell you what. Give me your phone number. I will, uh, I'm a contact of somebody. I'm going to see what I can do for you. So I said, okay, no problem. This is great. Um, okay, so this week, um, before I went to church, um, I missed a train, and the, um, I said, you know what, let me go across the street and find out what, what he has done for me. You know, if he found out that he can get these glass displays for me. So when I went across the street, he says, you know, I wasn't able to contact my friend. He said, but what I'm going to do for you, I'm going to give you two glass displays for free. I was like, you go ahead, Jesus. So I said, what you going to get me skipping in church? You know, those things are so expensive. He said, I'm going to give them two for free. Then I went, I said, man, child, I said, girl, you better go ahead, Jesus. (laughs) He said, I'm going to give it to you free. And I said, you better go ahead. I said, you know I got to give you something. So, okay, now he done made my day. I uh, went online this week, and so happened that this man, I just, I said, Lord, I know. I said, you will always give me the desires of my heart. So I went back online, and I checked, and so now I go, and um, I needed four more displays. Now, um, this man, he was advertising. He had four displays. He wanted $125 a piece for them, but he was going out of business. So I investigated it. People got right back to me. So I was like, I said, God, you know what? You, you, I guess, you know what? I, I'm not even messing with you, but I said, let me call these people anyway. And the people are located in Staten Island. So I said, let me call and find out what's going on with these displays. So of course the man said, well, my father, he has this music, uh, store in Staten Island, and he's going out of business by the end of this year. Now, he has these displays for $125. Now, I'm like, and they're, they're very good condition, beautiful, just what I needed. And he says, but listen, if you take all four, I'm going I'm to make sure you get a good price. I said, okay. He got back to me the other day. Matter of fact, yesterday, he said, I'll give all to you for $300 hundred dollars. All four. Wow. I, I, I am I said, you know what, Jesus, I, I can't mess with you. I can't mess with you. To God be all the glory. So I got two for free, three four displays. I got all six of my displays for six hundred dollars for three hundred dollars. I you. said, Lord have mercy. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. Yeah. And I'm just so I love him. So he gave right. me two for free and then now I have to pay for and just little or nothing for the other ones. And I just said, Lord, you know, no. I can't top him. I, I and mean, can't give you can't be God giving no hard how that's why my pastor said, You can't beat be God given no hard how you try. You can't beat him because he always <laughs> he can always beat you in everything so flabbergasted. hes just the favor of God, and um, I hate you know it is what it is i i just I just love him, so i just I couldn't sit down on that testimony because I just like um, it's just awesome, he is just wonderful, so. I'm going to pick up my displays on Monday, God's will. I got to get some muscle-bound men. I don't know who. I'm. Maybe I have to get them for Riseville, though. Maybe Brother Thomas will come all the way up here and <laughs> 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 get on one of them. I'll get some manpower. <laughs> I got to miss some South Carolina. I got it they come on way okay. up here. And you know what? He'll out if I ask Brother Thomas. He probably would say, "Girl, you know I will come up there do it for you." <laughs> Well, you know, that's for sure. You know what, it this is just so exciting to hear. Um, uh, to hear that, I, I'm really excited because you know what, it's just letting us know even the best is yet to come. There is so much more, and you yes. know what, you got it. Now the the help is coming. I'm gonna tell Brother Thomas. I'm gonna make sure I tell him. Look, you we got to come up there. We got to help. <laughs> it's be wonderful well, We're excited for you. We are rejoicing right yes. along on the day. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hi. That is good. good. Yes, I love him, child. So, you know, thanks for, thank God for Thoughtful Thursday because he sure thought about me. And I love him, child. I can't tell he, he just Every time I, I look around, he just blows my mind every time. And he makes sure he gets the glory for everything that he does. I mean, he really does. He don't want nobody. When he say he's a jealous God, he is definitely a jealous God. Cause ain't no way in the world. Um, I mean, for the for it to happen, this man going out of business just like that. And um, and guy guy told me he says, listen, you need to come and get these things quick because he 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 wants uh, he wants to be out of here uh, this time next Friday. He chop chop wicky wicky. So I said I said okay. You ain't got to no. say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you better go ahead, Jesus. <laughs> so what it is. So prayerfully, I would like to be open. Um, I said, so I guess, well, the seven is completion, God's completion, his number. And I'm assuming that this is all come take place. I would like to be open like the second weekend in, um, in January. I'm really Thank pushing that. Yeah. That'll amen. be yeah, yeah, that'll be for the new year, and prayerfully, I'll have everything together, nothing delay the Lord's coming and um I should be uh up and running uh, uh like the first or second week in january amen amen. So I, amen. the new year right <laughs> amen. Well, ma- uh make sure to um uh Evette and I want to cut off uh, minister Carla, but please make sure that once you get. Um, everything up and running and you have um, developed, if you have not already, uh, a flyer that will at least um, show your your address um, or where or who people uh, contact you because what we'll do is under our announcements page, even on our website, we can display a little something about your business as well as um, be able to talk about it um, on our broadcast, even on some Sunday mornings as we are looking at broadcasting, doing more broadcasts throughout Mm -hmm. 2016. So we want to be able to be a blessing by at least letting people know. um, know, That's what it's all about, uh, helping and pushing one another. Amen. 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 Well, I Mm -hmm. am working on that now. Um, Are they doing... um a beautiful flyer for me. I mean, I haven't did the, we haven't did the finalization, but what I have seen, uh, it's really beautiful. They really put, they really put something beautiful together for me. And uh, okay. I have did the finalization on it, but prayerfully when I do, um, I will definitely get that out to you. You know, okay. have it, you know, sent to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. No problem. Great. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. God bless you. hmm you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. I just got to give a one, a one more, won't he do it? God is faithful. Amen. Yes, yes. yes. amen, amen. 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 <laughs> we give him the glory on this morning. Hallelujah. If there are no more testimonies or prayer reports, our announcements are as follows. Meet us here each and every morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. 5 a.m. Central, Monday through Friday, for our Morning manner broadcast. And if this broadcast has been a blessing to you, spread it out. Tell the word. Somebody you come, come in contact with, Caring is Sharing. Help us to be a blessing to someone else, because everybody needs a blessing. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And we want to thank each and every one of you for joining us this morning on the Morning Manor Broadcast. Without you, there will be no us. And we give God the glory for each and every one of you. We want to thank all our participants on this morning. We want to thank you, Apostle Rose, for so much all that you do for us. We give God the glory for you. We thank each and every one of you that attended. And I just give God the glory because he is just so wonderful to be praised on this morning. Amen. So this brings us to the end of our morning in a broadcast. If all hearts and minds are clear, I am going to now read our closing benediction scripture coming from June 24 and 25. And it says, Now unto him, that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and ever. Amen. Amen. And amen. And on behalf of us, Here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, family, we want to wish you all a wonderful and a blessed day. And we also want to say happy holidays. Happy holidays to you and your family, from our family to yours. And remember that today is Thoughtful Thursday. Let's walk it out.
1: Open up your
0: mind. Let God pour into you new thoughts, fresh beginnings. Fresh thoughts on this thoughtful Thursday. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. God bless you all today. Love you all very much. Thank you, Minister Carla. Love your daughter. We just love you. Amen. 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 (laughs) Amen. Amen. God bless you. Until tomorrow. Amen. 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 Amen.